Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. homeboy <gasps> you would be so good in the sequel he would mm-hmm. is it baby's kids no damn hey everyone welcome back <sighs> i am drake's ipod and i am rihanna and this is the read amen like again um i feel like you could probably google it look if you googled the quotes then, you know, that's fine. It's fair if you want to figure it out. Just know <laughs> that you can pretend like you knew it the whole time, but when you go to bed at night, you know <laughs> You and God will know the truth. <laughs> and that's good enough for me. But if you got it, then great. Congrats. I don't know why I still do this. Um. Anyway, back again this week, right into it, Black Excellence. Thanks so much to all of you who have submit, you know, um, suggestions and highlights for the Black Excellence segment. It definitely keeps me motivated and keeps me with content. Amen. So this week, many people submit uh, Nancy A.B. Now, that is not her last name. It's kind of initial situations. Um, Because once again, Africa, and I don't want to say her name wrong. So her name's Nancy. And you can find Nancy all over the internet. Amen. For being the first black female neurosurgeon resident at Johns Hopkins Hospital at Johns Hopkins University. Wild. (laughs) I'm just going to try it. Nancy Abu... That's it. That's as far as I'm going. So, you know, I feel like that's enough for you to get your Google on if you haven't heard. Abu Bansra? You gave Bonsra? it a shot and they can judge you and not and, and I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> but. Congratulations to her though, man. She is from Ghana where she lived in, she, until the age of 15. She's been in Maryland for the past 11 years. Mm. And, you know, shout out to her, first of all, because we need all of the competent black neurosurgeons that we can get in a Ben Carson world. Okay. Um, she says, I'm very much interested in providing medical care and un- underserved 
settings, specifically surgical care, surgical care. I hope to be able to go back to Ghana over the course of my career to help in building sustainable surgical infrastructure. I will be matching into neurosurgery, a field that I am greatly enamored with mm. and hope to utilize those skills in advancing global surgical care. So amazing. Um, she's married, gentlemen. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> too late. She's off the market, and she's oh, out yeah. here, you know, fixing brains and studying. And she says whether she she's performing actual surgical care or helping mentor the next generations of surgeons, she's basically out here, willing and excited to serve her Amen. community. So there's something special in black for you to look Go into. Her. If you Congratulations. Ever Maybe you heard about this Ben Carson person, and then you heard like, "Hey, mom, dad, what's a neurosurgeon?" They were like, "Oh, child, we don't know." Oh, you saw Get Out, and you were like, <laughs> hmm, "People need to train that to ourselves to do the opposite of this." <laughs> right there, you go. Inspiration for that to happen. Um, also, oh, I just wanted to say congratulations to RuPaul, who just signed a deal with uh, Bad Robot, which is JJ Abrams' production company for a sitcom or a dramedy based on his life. Oh, wow! RuPaul and JJ Abrams, like, yeah. That's enough said. I'll be there mm-hmm. uh, day one. <laughs> My DVR is already set. And Drag Race is moving from Logo to VH1. It all, yeah, it has. Which is good for Drag Race. It really is. for Logo. <laughs> and, well, yeah. But I mean, anyway. Right. But, you know, long time coming. Because what they used to do was play Drag Race on like Saturdays on VH1. Mm-hmm. Like a random day. Like, oh, here's that gay shit. If yeah. If you want to watch it. But then it was like, girl, what are you doing? Everybody watches this show. It's amazing. Right. Put this on with <laughs> Love and Hip Hop and all the other garbage so we can just watch it all on the one channel. Have Thank something you. to actually watch instead of watching Bunch of Crunch Frost and his baby mama who has a girlfriend and a boyfriend or whatever the fuck shit they lying mm-hmm. about on the Only Me Entertainment tonight. So, Although I do appreciate Logo for their nonstop Golden Girls mm-hmm. marathons because Golden Girls is always on TV. So as long as I can watch it, I'm good. You already know my stance. On yes, that. no, I, you have the entire box set. Always you have, have Sophia's purse, don't you? <laughs> I do. So. Oh, and the teacher, I wasn't going to bring this up till later, but the teacher that you mentioned in Black Excellence, because he remixed Bad and Bougie for his class and all that, apparently yep. somebody, probably one of them kids, heard it and was like, Mr. Yancey, you want to read? And so he emailed us and was like, oh, yeah. thank you for the appreciative words. I do what I can for the kids. And your explanation of when students behave for me was spot on. I knew it kids ain't changed that is exactly the damn same well i'm glad that i refrained from throwing it at him in the black excellence <laughs> from being like, like the mr yancey if you I single about it. <laughs> it's like you know you just be professional oh that, okay but if he email us back no that's all right i don't think so. i think he's got a girlfriend or wife or some shit oh he probably does anyway so this week on um vital information for your everyday life um Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. No. Yes, Lori Beth. Okay. I, I mean, do. I, knew I that do. You at, would. I do at least know that. Um, <laughs> I'm not that old. Where to start? Let's see. No, that's too funny to do first. Um, oh God. Let's see. Where are we going? Where are we going? Oh, Did a Kardashian do something? Can we get that out the way real quick? You know, Mama had her episode this week about the robbery and the crime. Oh, I didn't watch like that. This. I didn't watch it either. I think I probably will go back and watch it just to hear what she says about it out of interest. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been giving her flack about doing it on the show or whatever. Like, oh, you just want people to watch your show. I'm like, but. One thing I will give them is business. And at the same, like, if you have your own platform that mm-hmm. makes you money and you know everybody wants to hear what you're going to say about this, right. why, why wouldn't, wouldn't you, you do monetize it on your own it? show? Like, right. it's just sensible business. Might as well talk about it and get money for it <coughs> instead of talking about it for free. Now, I have no plans on actually watching it live or DVRing mm-hmm. it or supporting it no. or ta- live tweeting it or telling anybody <laughs> when I'm watching it. But I do want to hear what she actually says because I still think that was really fucked up. But anyway, uh, um, no, nothing Kardashian-based this week. However, uh, all right, let's start here. Mariah Carey's getting back into movies. Oh, no. Glitter 2. Is it literally glitter? No. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> Why? Isn't glitter like... <laughs> doesn't pretty much everybody agree that that's the worst movie It's pretty awful. <laughs> Terrible movie, great album. It's kind of unanimous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is really it. Because goddamn... I mean, it's it's bad. Mariah's just not an actress, so this doesn't need to happen. She never needed to be. Right. You know, she was just like, you I'm going to do it. So much money. <laughs> I want to. Okay. Um, so what she's doing is a movie based on the song, All I Want for Christmas is You. That is also the title <laughs> of the movie. Get money, bitch. <laughs> it is slated to, be, <laughs> to hit theaters this holiday. Of course. 
is. Actually, no, it's not going to theaters. This is like uh, straight Lifetime? to Blu-ray. Oh, okay. I think, I don't know if it's coming on TV too, but what I read was Blu-ray, DVD, on-demand, holiday season. I don't think it's going to be in the theaters. Okay. But it's an animated movie. Um, it's, I think it's a kid's movie. Uh, oh, wow. Here's a scenario. Okay, it follows a young Carrie... Uh, voiced by Brianna. I don't know how to say that last name. It's spelled Y-D-E. And again, it seems ethnic. I don't want to be rude. Anyway, um, young Carrie and her dream of getting a puppy named Princess for Christmas. Before her wish can com- come true, she must pet sit an unruly dog named Jack, who, quote, turns Mariah and her family's Christmas preparations upside down <laughs> in hilarious ways. Like This is produced by... Keep in mind, this is being executive produced by uh, the crazy manager, Stella, from the oh. show. Oh, really? So God only knows what's hmm, about to happen here. I see. But it seems like something, you know, little kids might think is adorable. Yeah, I mean, this looks like something that's going to make Mariah probably a, a fairly decent amount of money. Doesn't she make, like, at least a cool seven figures every holiday season <laughs> as anyway? Soon just as soon as October 31st song? is over, all I want for Christmas is you is on repeat until the top of the year. Like, goddamn. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Get money, Mariah. I'm not mad at it either. Like, <laughs> Mariah Carey can literally... This is what I like about her. Like, just do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> just... Over the top, random stuff. Of course, you have a cartoon. And I hope it looks just like her cartoon. Remember when she had a little cartoon from the 90s mm-hmm. with them big ass eyes? I do. They kind of look like the first Bratz dolls. Kind of like. <sighs> you remember the, do you remember that cartoon from them sneakers? The, I was thinking the animation they do on the nanny in the intro song. Yes. Yes. Like it kind of was like that. <laughs> Um, so that's what I hope it looks like. And this just sounds a fool. And I'm sure that this her kids really are going to love it. Yeah. And. Yeah, kids are going to love it. I feel it. like it's going to fly off the shelves. Like a whole bunch of mm-hmm. Mariah stands that have three right. badass kids right. are about to buy this for the children. The kids are all going to listen. They know the song because they've heard it in the womb. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, now there's a visual to go. It's a, it's a, it's a it's visual really single. It's on demand. And don't let it be on streaming services, too. I'll oh, it's going to be on Amazon, Amazon the week. Yep. The week and a half before it hits shelves. That's right. So you can stream it first if you want to. Then go get the hard copy because you're going to be in Target anyway to go and get groceries and shit and then your baby's gonna see it and be like oh I want it and, of and they're gonna pitch gonna be- a fit until yes. you actually buy it even though you already own it so she gets it twice and there's a deluxe edition with Mariah commentary so you gotta get that one too bitch brilliant <laughs> 20 extra dollars but you're gonna buy it work cause you're in the lamely and you have to you don't have to sing anything else <laughs> like I just I don't even who needs that Mariah gonna be like bitch I sang when I did all of that already <laughs> I'm finished with that portion did, that was the 90s let's talk about today um Tyson Beckford says that he has no respect for Chris Brown and thinks that he is on drugs. You don't have to think it. We all know it. I mean, we're not really, you know, we're past thinking. Yeah, we're past speculating on whether Chris Brown is on drugs. Chris Brown is not even denying being on drugs. You know, and that's the, like, that's the really gnarly part about that. (laughs) It's like... Anytime everybody, anybody like attacks Chris Brown or comes after him over the drugs thing or like makes a big headline like it does twice a month. <laughs> right. And he's just like, man, fuck y'all. I have eight cars. I fuck all the baddest hoes in L.A. and I can still dance. Right. So it's just like, I'm good. <laughs> and that's the perfect response. I mean, other than, you know, the fact that he is probably slowly killing himself with his behavior. Cheekbones on Angelina. But that's all right. Ja- uh, <laughs> Listen. Oh God, Chris. My feelings about Chris are so complicated. <laughs> Once upon a dream. Man. Um, 
But if you uh, may not recall, Tyson Beckford and Chris Brown had their own beef when <laughs> Tyson Beckford made the disrespectful move, just the absolute trifling, heinous nerve of him okay. to take a photograph with Carucci, where they <laughs> right. both looked happy. I remember that, yes, because niggas was all over Karuchi like, sweetie, you could go be with somebody fine and sober with money and a career and all that. You and they simply happened to and be... And it was just a photo. And they took a picture. It wasn't even inappropriate. In fact, I think it was like from the neck up. Like, so yeah. it was just them like, oh, hey, look, it's me and something. Right. It such. wasn't even head tilted together. It wasn't nothing. nothing romantic or intimate about it at all. But you know Chris Brown. He don't need a reason. He doesn't. He doesn't. The fact that the you are... The image in, exists. You are in a photo with someone so next to my who girl? has a penis. <laughs> and you got me fucked up tonight. And it was all downhill from That's there. That's really it. Chris he, has a rule about you being in pictures with people with penises. He literally had alleged gang members ready to run out to oh, Vegas or wherever they were threatening to shoot him. <laughs> to shoot Tyson Do you remember this? It was so yes. ridiculous. So, of course... Tyson Beckford is on Watch What Happens Live and Andy Cohen's messy ass, you know, does the whole... I don't know if this was that... Uh, uh, no, I think it was like a question from a, a viewer or something like that, a Twitter question or something. Okay. But you know, sometimes I don't even feel like it's a Twitter question. Like sometimes no, I feel like Andy write just writes that shit on a piece of paper or whatever and it's just like, uh, Megan from Milwaukee... <laughs> MS 500 ad uh, whatever she wants to know what the fuck you think <laughs> so whatever somehow some way he brought up Chris Brown and that is what Tyson Beckford said that he's on drugs um, Andy asked him what kind of drugs he thinks he's on Tyson was like I don't know but I just know it's something and Kenya who was the other guest says the same ones that Matt Jordan is on same oh one. god did you hear about Matt assaulting Peter Thomas at a radio station. I did not, but is there video? Because I would like to see this fight. Apparently, Matt would not sign a release for the radio station to release the footage. Okay. Because, of, co- of why course, why would he? Right? <laughs> like, duh. Because now Atlanta police is going to be knocking on your door like, sir. So to that I say, can't you just blur his face out? Can't you? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe it'll just leak like the elevator footage and we'll never know how oh, it got out. Oh, we, this just uh, ended up on Worldstar. No idea. <laughs> we turned everything off. I don't know. I have a flash drive. <laughs> I gotta see this fight. Did he like beat Peter ass? Or just I don't know. They just said that they were... I can't even remember what the fuck it was about. Let me see. It says... um, He was... He's mad... At Peter and Todd for pressuring him into asking Kenya for 10 grand after she provided him with a storyline. So basically, he tried to get $10,000 out of Kenya for being his storyline. And he's mad at Peter and Todd because they they pressured him to do it or something like that. I don't know. This is what I read. And I'm just not interested in Matt enough to get further information. Um, That's dumb. Either way. (laughs) Right. That's really dumb. Because at this point, like, aren't you just still fishing for the storyline? Because you could have been done. You know what I mean? Like, you could have gone away a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But you keep 
giving Kenya a reason to talk about you because you do shit like this. Right. You think that she's not going to talk about this? Obviously she is. Like, if you cutting up in real life, that's, you still giving her the free storyline, which is what and she was mad you're at being in the first place. violent. Right. And then mad at her for saying you're violent. Uh, and then you make us have to defend Kenya or be on Kenya's side, which, which is not pleasant. Let's pull over because I'm traumatized after having to feel like feeling like I had to be on Kenya's side twice on like the last episode of this show. Because first of all, I saw where she was coming from with the Sheree thing. Now, she was wrong for what she said to Sheree about, oh, I know for a fact somebody uh, like guys used to jump on you. But Sheree completely skipped over the fact that she basically said, oh, well, you provoke Matt. And that's why he be breaking stuff like that or whatever. So Kenya like. If yeah. I were Kenya, I would have been like, well, girl, you need to shut the fuck up because you ain't no better. Like, you've been there. <laughs> so, right. Which is basically what happened. Like, they, that was like now the whole two wrongs. The argument. They don't make a right. They don't. They don't. But you can't act like she just pulled that shit out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the whole shit with Phaedra. Oh, God. I was like, girl. So you couldn't just tell Kenya to her face that you still feel away <laughs> right. about like, that shit and this is inappropriate? all of y'all was in the one room? Why would you go back to your room and then text? messy ass Portia about it knowing Portia gonna turn around to everybody like bitch you was just here 30 seconds ago and how dumb is Portia that you said like girl do you not see that she keeps throwing you to the wolves (laughs) to deal with her mess every time and she just trot right on around and clean it up none of them girls in that room like you none of them except maybe Sheree can can tolerate you because when everybody else get up and walk away Sheree will still be the one who's sitting there like well I guess it shouldn't just be you well that's Sheree's job Sheree's right. job is to be as neutral as possible. To have both sides. <laughs> yes. So Sheree stays back to see both sides. To catch the tea before she goes over to the other side <laughs> to, to deliver it. it. Right. Get that portion from <laughs> that. Come right back. Sheree has been immaculate this That's season. Me. Like you really she, can't. Hate. Give that woman her peach. <laughs> but I mean, like, girl, Mama was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go get me a uh, a Schweppes. <laughs> I'm feeling ill. Oh God. And then had the Portia tell them she was mad. Like, girl, Portia, I would have been like, I would have texted her right back, not even said anything. Well, girl, you can bring your ass back down Right on back down here. Or hit up production because what I'm not about to do. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to keep kissing these dicks, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You have to watch the episode. Oh, I thought the dicks kissing thing was cute. She had the nerve to say they are making a a mockery Mockery of the the sacrament of marriage. And how could they think that this is appropriate? Girl, your husband is in prison for stealing loads and loads, <laughs> loads and of money. loads of money so from much people. Money. And not only is he locked up while married to you, he found a new fiance oh, while locked up. And you were dating before they even locked him up. Right. But you mad that they're kissing cartoon dicks to try and make you feel better? Let's talk about... And, I can't and making with a Phaedra. mockery of marriage when the only reason you married him is because you was pregnant anyway and then you spent a whole season on that show lying about not knowing how far along pregnant you were because you a grown ass woman in your like late 30s was ashamed of being pregnant out of wedlock who's making a mockery out of marriage Phaedra and truthfully who really is the truth let me who be is? no because no, <laughs> that whole time I was like normally I can almost I'm like I'm never really on Phaedra's side but I'm never really mad at her either. But that whole showdown yeah, between Yeah, she's just her, annoying. Right. But that whole conversation between her and Kenya, I was like, bitch, not only are you wrong, but you're making me be on Kenya's side. Which and is the worst gross. part. Right. Like, that is disgusting. Like, are you serious, girl? <laughs> 
She was like the trifling woman (laughs) who had the nerve to be texting my husband like, what? Like, it's not actually disrespecting your marriage to text your husband. Like, now, if she was sending nudes, that's something else. But just to literally communicate with your husband is not disrespecting your marriage. It was just dumb. It wasn't even just for you. It was for Cynthia, too. And Cynthia came right in and was like, I don't like this, but I I realize your intentions were good, Mm. but I'm not feeling it. Right, and the divorce party was a, I thought it was a tacky idea anyway, just because. Well, people have divorce parties. Yeah, but you throw it for yourself. How presumptuous for somebody else to be like, oh, congratulations, bitch, you got a divorce. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, let me decide if I'm happy about it. (laughs) God damn. (laughs) I would have slapped her for that anyway. But, you know, what's her name? The cute one. She she always tries to put on a pretty face and, and just go along with the games and such as. But Phaedra, she wasn't having it and turned it into a whole big thing and then tried to make it into like a moral issue, which just seems like... Sis, look at your situation. Are you, How are you claiming a moral high ground? How are you morally superior to anyone, girl? How? Look at your life. It's a, I love, I love Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's just good. It's so great. It's just really good. There's something to dislike about all these women. And they've already talked about how, like, Andy Cohen was on, was on Instagram looking paler than usual, talking about how ooh, he was like, oh. They just finished the reunion. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff came out today. Just, Andy was to drained. Go, I need to go and take a nap. <laughs> so, and I heard rumors about what it was, like Ooh. two different things. I don't know if either of those things are true, mm-hmm. but if they are true and you I haven't heard, <laughs> I think it's probably going to be more fun for you to just watch it when it comes on. But if wait. it's true, bitch and I feel like it's true because Nene came out and was throwing shade out of nowhere that doesn't really apply to the latest episodes I feel like somebody who was there told her what happened oh shit (laughs) I just can't wait to see this reunion yeah anyway because it's going to be everything all this mess boy everybody everybody needs to turn on Phaedra but that's not gonna happen because Portia is done but see it might you think so you think Portia finally she's she's out no of Portia's place? not going to do oh, that but because Portia's dumb and Portia I feel like <laughs> oh god Portia has a lot in common with Donald Trump <laughs> yes she does they both like just say the first lie and then it's just like <laughs> I am never going back on this so I just feel like I'm holding on to this forever she's going to defend Phaedra in front of everybody else regardless right. mm, a mess but I feel like there's so much that they have to address with Phaedra that's been on camera. Like, even, like, I would be surprised if they don't ask Phaedra, so what was up with you telling Kenya that Portia wanted to talk about her anger management shit right. when she didn't want to do really that? she really didn't, right. Nobody addressed that at the table. That was you, like, throwing your friend, you know, the frick to your frack, right into the middle of mess with girls. And then that guess you know what they like did? Her. Guess what? Because who brought it up? Kenya. Because who did you tell? Kenya. Kenya. And what did she do right after that? Take Kenya's ass <laughs> to Flint, Michigan, See for there? them to go and do some. She always uh, for every her fake black empowerment or whatever. Girl, Phaedra. Anyway. Did you see what Andy Cohen called Donald Trump a first season real housewife, just making up shit to stay on the show? Wow. Yes. Because, you know, Donald Trump lies on Twitter all the time. Which? And so Andy going retweeted him like, sweetie, you are a first season housewife doing the most so that your peach don't get yanked. 
You Calm a first down. season in like a fifth season. First season is what took me out. I was like, it's oh. your first season of like Bitch. of five being around so Ooh. far. Mm, 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 mm. My God. <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, then you know what? Here's a, a cute transition. Mm, no, too fun. Gotta save it for last. Okay. Um. Oh, Um. for whatever reason, uh, VH1 has renewed America's Next Top Model. No way. Yeah. People watch that? I guess. Tyra wow. Banks posted a lovely photo of herself on Instagram with the caption, I missed my top model baby, so mama's back. Oh, that's why. Hashtag- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hashtag ANTM. But I still, this is the 24th season. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> like, the fact that Tyra, right, that's, that show has been on a long time. A long, long time. And I just, like, the transition over to VH1 just felt like such a reach to me. I was like, okay, you trying to revamp it and put this other host on it and do whatever and, you know, try and make it cute. I don't see it. Like, this mm-hmm. was, like, when it went to VH1, I was like, okay, it's about to be done. <laughs> like, we are finally finished. Right. No. No, it isn't. So I don't know if Tyra was taking a break for separate reasons or if VH1 came up to her and was like, look, anybody watching this Rita or shit. So are you going to come <laughs> and do this? What do we have to do? Because pay? if you don't, it's canceled. Like we're not. You can either bring your <laughs> ass back, Hillary, or it's canceled. Or we're getting rid of it. We're, we're just not so going to do, do it, you girl. Want to do? <laughs> right. Nobody cares about that. Um, oh, it's true. It's true. I did not watch one episode. You, It wasn't no name that they dropped that made me want to change the channel and look at that. Not a single just, one. I didn't want to do it. I mean, Top Model, I remember watching that in my youth. You- <laughs> Childhood right. days. And with, with social media and everything, models are so accessible and it's just, it doesn't have the same appeal that it did before. The thing about it is I like, I would love if they could revamp it in a way that would make it like not redundant and boring because it would be nice to have like a fresh platform hosted and run and founded by this gorgeous black woman that, you know, showcases actual modeling, Mm -hmm. no shade, but you know, like real runway professional models. There are models who are walking Mm -hmm. today who got their start on, um, on top model. Like even recent seasons, like, um, I can't remember the name of the girl with the skin condition. I don't, I do not know. You know, the girl with, is it vitiligo? Probably. I um I did a read one time at like a live show once because somebody on the show, one of the guys on the show was calling her like his little panda or something. Oh, she was wow. like, I don't like this. That's, that's fucked up. And he was basically like, oh, well, or something. And I read her him for it. And then I ended up reading her on Instagram because some like white people and like a whole bunch of her little fans were painting themselves black. Oh, no. Like, to like recreate. Her look? Her look or whatever is like tribute to her. Right. And so people were like, uh, this is a thing. That's fucked up, right. And she came out and she was like, if people wanted to, it's not, that's not what it is. It's not blackface. They're just showing how beautiful. What? And they're, and they're showing love for people with different conditions. But and I was like, mama, no, no they aren't. Like, no, no, they aren't. No, no. Tell them to be re- responsible and very careful. No, right. that's not what we're How doing. about just no? You can't pay respect to somebody without putting makeup on your face to you dress up to like them. It's just not. No. But either way, she was on Lemonade. She's Paris Fashion Week, New York Fashion Week, all over the place. She was on Time Really? Yeah. That girl was? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. She's like a model now. Like, she is big time model. She's all over the place walking. So good, like, 
that's actually really great for her. She's beautiful, and everybody loves that her the skin condition is like symmetrical. Really? Yeah, I, like I feel the, weird that I don't know who this I'm girl sure is. I'm sure if you look, I wish I remembered her name because if you look her up, I'm sure you've seen her. I mean, she's in Lemonade, so you have I'm seen thinking, her. I'm thinking of Winnie Harlow, but that can't be her. Cause no, I, I think that's her name. But she didn't get started on Top Model. She didn't? That's the first place I've seen her? No, no way. Oh, maybe she did. Wow. Holy shit, she did. Wow. I had no idea. That was the first place I seen her. And Damn. they didn't like her on that show. I just thought she and came up out li- of nowhere. They actually hated her on that show, if I remember correctly, for whatever little reasons. I mean, they're all young and you and a house together in this competition. Holy but she's shit. the only one from that season who, I mean, Beyonce picked her up and was like, here, you sit right there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you get to hear this music before anyone else. So she's chosen. Um, Man. Either way, stunned. I would love it if, you know, Top Model was still relevant like that. I just think that they probably should have taken a break mm-hmm. and then came back and been like, hey, guess what? We're back. I don't remember how it goes. I don't either. So um, I feel like I should know this. But I feel like I will tune in <laughs> if Tyra's coming back. I watched like the first episode. Interesting. Like cast some interesting girls, please. And not just interesting as personalities, but like. Something other than everybody's 5'10 and 110 pounds with shoulder length hair. But also not like the gimmicky thing. Like, right, not look, like a token fat girl. Right, right. Not right. like that or a token short girl. Here we have that one trans <laughs> person. Like, We're so aware. Right. Like, like can we just have Even like, though ISIS still slays. And yeah. that was way ahead of its time. <laughs> so Tyra's actually right. kind of a visionary. <laughs> Because okay. she put ISIS on that motherfucking show, That's like true. when it was in the like I first couple that. of seasons. Yeah, I remember that. But just you know, just shake it up in some way. But I will watch it if Tyra comes back to it. I'm way more willing to watch it with Tyra being the host, right? Than me with too. Anybody else? Whoever, really, especially Rita Ora. Who thought Rita Ora will definitely get the girls to tune in? Like, why? We can't. We don't even tune into her music career. They had to have been like Rihanna. You won't even Facetime host. Like, <laughs> Nothing. Rihanna's like, bitch, I do actual fashion. Uh, <laughs> bitch, I have my own lines. Fuck is y'all talking about? Like, you can't just put some videos on a flash drive and just FedEx it. And we'll just uh-uh. use that. No. Rihanna was like, no, Shay, but not. y'all think I'm about to come host a show with Rita Ora and Ashley no, Graham, and I'm just not going I'm to not, do it. I'm not I'm just not do going it. to do I that. Won't do it. Bitch, bitch, I'm me. So, <laughs> I um, Rihanna. So, what else do we have here? Oh. This one is fun. So uh, there are a group. I wish I knew how many it was. I think it's five. Yeah. Five white men previously employed at Revolt TV. Oh, God. Did you hear about this? I did. They are suing (laughs) Revolt. Okay. After they claim that they were discriminated against for being old and white. They said things like, um, you know, they're very, they have had experiences in places like the Howard Stern show and, you know, they're just so prepared, but they were, uh, treated by bosses worse than other employees who were younger and African American. Hmm. Okay. They say that the executive vice president Val Borland was always rude, condescending and dismissive towards the team. However, she treated the African-American staff much friendlier and with loads of respect wow. and cheer. Wow. 
white people. They said African-American employees who arrived to work intoxicated, hungover, <laughs> sometimes sleeping during work, <laughs> work hours on the editing floor, suffered no repercussions for their behavior. When the white employees complained about this, oh, no, God. when the white employees complained about guests this constantly just, being late you know what? to production, <laughs> they were told by production manager that they just do not understand the culture <laughs> of you the guests and the on air personalities. <laughs> this is what we do. They say racism directed at anyone is, is unacceptable. Oh, God. Their attorney says. Okay. So they're suing for reverse discrimination. This is great. I loved every word of it. So <laughs> let's just recap. And it's it's not even going to take long. Right. Basically, what they're saying is that they worked a job where their boss was not nice to them and other employees got special treatment. Hmm. Like 90% of working adults. Right. <laughs> Do you know how many, like, am I supposed to feel bad for you? (laughs) First of all, I'm mad because it actually sounds like this is exactly how Revolt operates. Like, I would have guessed. You know, it doesn't sound, I'm not, like, shocked that niggas are coming into, like, work and they still got Duce on their breath. Like, that doesn't sound shocking. They let these Negroes walk in smelling vaintly, vaintly, strongly of marijuana. And I just don't approve. Cognac. And guests were an hour and a half late, and we complained to the management, and we got in trouble for that. <laughs> Didn't even get in trouble. We're just told, like, you don't get it. Lil, Lil Uzi Vert's manager was like, y'all don't understand you the don't culture. Under, you don't respect or understand the culture. <laughs> I mean, I could really see y'all getting fired for being old, out of touch, you know, not really fitting in with the culture, which when you're working at Revolt, which is supposed to be revolved around producing programming that is revolved around a certain culture, if you aren't tapped into that culture, it makes sense that you would not be a fit for that network. But just the fact that white people feel discriminated against and like this has just been so, it's just this horrendous racist experience. Right. That's what gave me such joy. That, that just, that really fills my heart with pleasure. I don't care, sirs. Mm-mm. I just don't. I just Do you know don't. how many black people right into just this show talking about so my boss and my coworkers, my entire work environment is the most racist thing I've ever experienced in my life, but I'm almost certain if I say anything about this, they're mm-hmm. gonna fire me. Right. And there really ain't gonna be much that's gonna happen past that except maybe I'll get some unemployment. Right. Maybe. <laughs> like Meanwhile, you could take your white ass to right any other network. Back over to Stern right. or wherever the fuck you else. You can go right on over to Sirius or some other XM radio. You Bitch can go and probably mom. to any other media. Do you have the turnover in media is so fucking high. When I worked at MTV, people were leaving like all the time. Like people just cycle back and forth between different networks and different genres of media. It, like the turnover is huge. Y'all can go anywhere. So what the fuck are you complaining about? They just want to be able to be like, ooh, look at black people doing something not nice to me. I'm going to use this as an excuse to mess. Girl, take this t- same time. See, y'all the ones. You will say that we're lazy mm-hmm. and all we do is complain and we don't want to, you know... Uh, pay our due or whatever the fuck it is that you want to say about us but this type of shit happens to black people uh, Latino people all of the time this is basically what you can expect if you have a corporate job and you are black you can basically expect this treatment 
This is our default. So I don't feel bad for you. Just go home. (laughs) And And it is just part of the everyday stress of being black and trying to make your living in America. You know full well that you can just go and get a job right the fuck somewhere else and you'll be fine. Fine. But you want to complain anyway, even though you know full well that this happens all the time in all kinds of different work environments. And in fact, if it were a predominantly white job or workplace and this was happening to one or two, five, whatever, black employees, but you've been like, let's revolt. Racism against anyone is wrong. No, you'd probably be passively participating in it just like everybody else. Here's the number for human resources. (laughs) Bitch, please, shut the fuck up. No one cares. And a lie. Oh, also uh, talking about uh, white people with no job. This is the last one. Okay. Um, Oh my God. Yes, God. I know what it is. (laughs) You good girl, Tommy. Life for rent. You know, I said, you know, uh, we weren't going to talk about her on the show anymore, but this is, this is a delicious. special occasion. <laughs> this, <laughs> Tammy, um, Tammy done did it now. So, Tommy Life for Rent was on The View, and <sighs> I actually still watch The View, and... Oh, on purpose? Yeah, on purpose. Okay. I actually... Don't hate it. Like, I watch the political segments. Mm -hmm. And then, like, if there's an interview or maybe I'll do it or whatever. But I kind of enjoy the banter with them. Like, I watch, like, a lot of different talk shows and news shows. And I try to get, like, a whole bunch of different perspectives and ideas and hear what loads of people are saying and stuff. And I actually kind of enjoy the perspective of all the ladies on The View or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. But when they had her on there, I was like, this won't be the one I want. I just, I don't subscribe. I can't do it. Um, and she was sitting there talking about, you know, you know, these are the things that I believe in, blah, 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 and ranting about her beliefs and all this stuff. And I'm like, you just have somebody who says these things to you and then you say them back. But then, <laughs> then they asked her about, you know, anti-abortion laws or something of that nature. And she says, Amen. I'm someone that is for limited government. So I can't sit here and be a hypocrite and say I'm for limited government, but I think that the government should decide what women do with their bodies. Stay out of my guns and you can stay out of my body as well. Now, no points. Just a sensible thing to say if you have a uterus. Um, However, (laughs) yeah, or if you're just a person with sense, you have a pulse. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) unfortunately, there are many conservative women who are just kind of like, you know, he said that I should feel this way, so. So I do. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming out of the mouth of someone who I believe to be a puppet. Right. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. Maybe two minutes later. I don't know if like she got the call. Like if her phone immediately started vibrating. <laughs> she hadn't even while left she was ABC. On set. But they absolutely told her over on the blaze, you're going to need to come into work tomorrow. So she's been suspended, I think it was what, for like a week? Yeah, a week. Um, from the blaze. From the blaze. Dun, dun, dun. Which sounds, anyway. Um, so whack. White people. So uh, she actually didn't let that um, deter her from her opinion I guess when it comes to abortion or anti-abortion right. she took that to Twitter and said I speak my truth if you don't like it tough I will always be honest and stand in my truth that is when her boss decided to hop on Twitter as well 
and say, bitch, <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing. Right. Bitch, if you don't get your monkey ass up off of this goddamn shit talking <laughs> this motherfucking fuck shit. First of all, you speak when we tell you to speak, bitch. It wasn't your time to talk, ho. Log off. I feel like he really probably, <sighs> like, they probably speak to her like a pimp speaks to a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Probably so. And why not? Because that is pretty much what she is for that network. So I don't have no sympathy for this bitch. And for anybody to be acting this is like. Great. I'm loving right. it. Right. Tammy Lafayette does bye, not bye, deserve bye. Like, <laughs> no points for this. She does not get any respect for this. Do you know how many people are like, yeah, I, I'm a complete 180. Yeah, I'm go just, Tammy. Wow, I really thought you were one way, but now you're you're another way. Not racist? Uh, No, she's still right. She's still racist and horrible. And this is the same bitch who just a couple of weeks on International Women's Day was like, I don't give a fuck about the rest of you women. Fuck y'all hoes. I'm at work and I don't give a fuck about y'all taking time off of work for protesting your rights fuck your rights you know so fuck her this bitch is still awful like i don't care that she is pro-abortion she's probably only pro-abortion because she's had one and she knows that if she lies about it somebody is gonna pull up the receipts on that ass and it's gonna be an embarrassment i'm sure that's the only reason she even says that so no this bitch don't get no motherfucking cookies or points for me for this and i knew this happened on international women's day i was on fucking set at uncommon sense and of course they played the clip And I said, the problem with this girl is that she repeats what other white people tell her to say. And she is not smart. She cannot back up anything that she truly believes in. And she this, 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 this. And I just know I'm going to have to watch this video on Friday and have to tell this bitch again. What did I say? You are a motherfucking puppet. Whatever they tell you to say, you better fucking say it. And if you don't, your ass is in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. You got suspended for a whole week, girl, a whole week from your show for daring to have an opinion that the white man who pays you didn't like. And just for perspective, this is the same woman who said the Black Lives Matter movement was the modern day KKK. See, fuck her. As fuck. if the KKK just, you know. As if they were gone, first just of all. They just quit, you know. <laughs> just like, mm, you know what, it's hot. I don't want to put this hood on. There's a modern day KKK girl. What do you mean? It's there already is one right there, and they're active. So, like... They, I don't. They're in office. She said that people who are fighting to live and arguing <sighs> that you shouldn't just kill us, fuck her, are somehow equal to motherfuckers mm. who literally have historically yes gone around killing and terrorizing people. Yes. So centuries now she says, "Oh, I think you should be able to do whatever you want with your box." And they're like, "Don't come into work." Like, <laughs> I just want you to, for perspective, just right. for like the whole, every just angle. Just so you know. Just so you can like the problem, really look at this. <laughs> the problem is not that she's horrifically racist or hates any woman who isn't exactly like her. The problem is that she dares say, my uterus belongs to me. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like everybody let her go say that wild bullshit. Mm-hmm. And we're just like, mm-hmm. And I know lots of people are saying this is going to set her up for like a spot on The View which it might or a spot on Fox or something like that. She could be the new Elizabeth. But just know that no matter where she goes, the point remains that there is a richer white man in charge of her and if she steps out of line, her ass is going to get booted. She's never really going to belong to herself. I take a lot of joy out of that. So, fuck Tammy. Well, that's what we've got and um, that's pretty much it for this week. We're going to take a break and we will be right back with Nonsense.
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my <laughs> own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts so we're back and it's time for listener letters it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we have an update from uh the young lady i think her name was monique who emailed in last week about her wife and the issue with them spending different amounts for, like, their friends' presents and stuff yeah. like that. So, she said, after I listened to your advice, I immediately called my wife and asked her what the real issue was. And she told me that that was just how she was raised. Her parents brought her up believing that there's some sort of hierarchy to gift giving. I immediately thought that was the dumbest thing I ever heard, but I listened to her anyway. I told her I wasn't brought up like that. And as long as your home and finances are in order, you can spend however much you want. I told her I didn't expect her to abandon her beliefs and I proposed a compromise. We both agreed to not go over $300 on gift giving, not saying every gift is going to be that much, but I'm married now so I can at least try to watch how I spend my money. I thought this whole situation was a little silly and unimportant, but when it comes to my marriage and money, I'm trying to take her opinions and feelings seriously. So thank you for the advice. Lesbian. See, all of you need a lesbian. <laughs> well, no, because not all. You might get Monique and then you might get Young and May. That's true. <laughs> so you, never, as well. you never know. But Monique, I just appreciate you actually out here making the effort to be you know, a good and understanding partner because we just don't get enough of those emails. So, We'll uh, work out for you. That's what marriage is about. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so our first question this week comes from Fashionably Late. 
She says, I live in New York City. I'm black and I work in fashion. I work at a giant corporation that owns several lines of popular fashion companies. Recently, it was announced that one of our lines of business and all its intellectual property was sold to another large fashion company. As part of their transition, I was asked to continue performing my job for the new company until June. Then their new team will take over and I will resume my previous job. This will result in me getting a nice bonus and still being able to keep my job. The problem that I'm having is that the new company makes Ivanka Trump items and they are located in Trump Tower. It should come to no surprise to you that her company basically licensed out her name and other people do a lot of her labor. Obviously, this is a big moral dilemma for me. I do not even for a short time want to be affiliated with these horrible people. They also would want me to visit their office at Trump Tower at least once a month. Bitch, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hadn't even read this all the way through. Girl, let me tell you what I fucking could. Uh, just the thought. I'm sorry. Not anyway, me. Let's which I really don't want to fucking do. My safety concerns and extreme hatred of that family aside, I don't want to end up on their Negro photo op page. <laughs> no, that's right. I am thoroughly disgusted that any of my work or ideas would even be used for that family's horrible dealings. However, financially, I cannot lose this job. I would really be on my ass. I would forfeit my bonus and not even receive a severance. I also really love and am good at my actual job, really like my coworkers, have a good reputation and rapport in the industry, which can easily be ruined by gaining a difficult to work with labor that I've watched so many other women, especially of color, be labeled and shut out of career advancements. Should I stick this out until June and deal with some morally corrupt, complacent assholes or should I quit and risk my finances? Girl, my family and friends have been split on this decision and I hope you can help. Let me know what you think. Sincerely, fashionably late. I'd quit. I don't really have anything else to say. I just like, do I have to explain why? I mean, I understand. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. I would be sick at night. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I just. I mean, I think I would try. I think I would try for as long as I possibly could. I'm not saying I could make it all the way to. (laughs) I looked at my watch like that was going to tell me how much time there's left till June. (laughs) Okay. So, I mean, it's three months. So, could I deal with going to Trump Tower once a week for three months? Nope. I don't even like walking past Trump Tower anymore. Like Columbus Circle as a whole has kind of been ruined for me since the election. So the thought of like willingly going inside, it just it really turns my stomach. What if you see Melania? Like, how do you not vomit on her? I would I was I would literally start here just like putting my foot on the first step in front of the building. Right. It's like because, you know, you walking into a soulless place. It's like this is the energy there is bad. You know, it's I'm almost kind of happy that it's gated off now. (laughs) Like, Do you make it out? Do they have like white people in shadows who like follow you into like a a corner and then like that's Mm -mm. when they get you and they take your brain or whatever? Mm -mm. I just feel like it would be extremely difficult for me to do it. But if you love your job, and it's temporary and you know there's a light at the end of the tunnel that you can count down to I think it makes doing that that much easier because at the same time it is very real that it's hard you know it's hard out here and leaving a good paying job and and fucking up your finances and maybe not being able to find work that's like a long-term problem that would be a lot harder to overcome so I would I would give it my best shot girl but I just also don't even sound know. Advice. I don't know what kind of prayer you would have to do to to get yourself ready, but I would just really be putting on the full armor of God before I walked into that building every time. I might be able to deal with, you know, working in a satellite for them. Like that would feel gross, but maybe that's easier to do. But actually going to that building, girl, mm-mm. 
I just don't think it could be like, could be what do your what do you do when Melania comes downstairs mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. and they demand that you like you have to take the picture. First of all, they're gonna you're you, you're black and you're if in no tower. one else <laughs> have to take the picture. Like, there's no way that you're going to be able to just you know sneak off to the side and oh maybe they will notice and they won't ask me. No, every black person in like a 360 degree view. If you are visible in the room and Melania says picture. Melania will probably just want to take a picture because a black person's around her. Any chance they get, you know you're going on their social media. Is that what you want to do? I mean... See, I just would be so fucking gross. It's up to out. you. You know she's up there. Uh, uh, but then, like, really, like, just leaving your job is just like, now you got a whole other set of problems. I'm not telling you what to do because if you quit your job and then you ask out, I'm not taking any responsibility. I'm saying what I would do. Okay. If I was poor and out on my ass and whatever, I would deal with the repercussions of my choices. But I just feel like I would be out on the fucking corner selling it or, you know, chewing some bubble gum or, you know, begging for a half of a sandwich or something. Mm-hmm. But in my spirit, I would know. Yeah. Good luck, girl. I didn't go do that bullshit. Is there a black girl you can take with you? That's me. Maybe if you had like a partner and y'all could go in together and like link arms the whole time. Maybe then it would be safer. But I don't know, girl. Good luck to you. Mm -hmm. Let us know how that goes. Our next question comes from Rose, who says, long story short, I met my boyfriend's parents and realized his dad was my ex sugar daddy. Okay. I never knew he was married or had kids at the time, and my boyfriend has no idea. His dad pretends to be this perfect husband to my boyfriend's mom, but ever since our surprise reunion, he has been emailing me nonstop. At first, it was really inappropriate stuff, but then it turned into just simple romantic letters. I told him to stop, and then we agreed to be discreet friends, as in 100% platonic and remote. But a couple of nights ago, Sugar Daddy wanted to meet up and talk about how we can build a real friendship without disrespecting his son, so I invited him over. We had a wonderful conversation, but... We ended up having sex. We felt really bad about it afterwards. He keeps emailing me, but I don't know what to say. I think I'm feeling something deeper with him and I want to explore, but I have the best boyfriend who is sweet, honest. Girl, shut up. Shut your ass up. And isn't a cheater like his father. What's fucking worse is that Sugar Daddy is trying to be sick. Isn't a cheater like his father? Or like you? (laughs) okay what's fucking worse is that sugar daddy is trying to be slick and invite us over for dinner this weekend and of course I can't get out of it you mean slick like you were (laughs) I'm scared that he's gonna expose us or force me to talk to him should I tell my boyfriend before the dinner or at all should I respond to the emails please help Rose who obviously that is a fake name (sighs) next time you think of a fake name you leave the golden girls out of it yeah I was actually thinking of the bitch from get out (laughs) I thought, who am I mad at right now? And Rose just came to mind immediately. Um, I don't, I'm not giving you advice. Mm-mm. My advice to you is to break up with this young man right now. Just do it. It's best I can. This, yeah. this is not, you, this relationship cannot be fixed. He will find out and it will be violent. Well, it may if I was involved, it would be violent <laughs> when he does. So if I were you, I would just end it now. Just end it, girl. Just you slept with this man who is nothing but amazing to you. And then you've also you've slept with his father both before you knew he was his father and after. And that is just totally unforgivable. It's just what the fuck was you thinking? Ew. Girl, really? Past the fact that you cheated on your man. You fucked his daddy? Like, 
You fucked his dick. Like, you, you, Sis. you, you, you. <laughs> this man <sighs> penetrated you via sexual intercourse. Oh, God. And then the same penis that made him. <laughs> you were just like, mm, some of that too. Like, you... And nothing about, like, no, Mm-mm. nothing about that was just like, mm, you know what? No. This feels inappropriate. <laughs> I'm going to just go get the next generation. I'm going to just stick around over here instead and do what I'm. Oh, girl. Like, if nothing else, if nothing else, Mm-mm. temptation would have been like, I would have just been like, you know what? I see where you're going with this temptation. But that is my nigga's daddy. Like, even if I hated this nigga and I was thinking about cheating on this nigga for 30 days and 30 nights (laughs) and this nigga came along and was everything that I could possibly think of in in a nigga and he was like, oh, yeah, um, that's my son. I'd have been like, damn, (laughs) get your ass out. (laughs) But he he was her sugar daddy before... She knew that that was you found out right, and, and still, you did it anyway. It changes everything. It doesn't matter. Like when he said, "I want us to build a real friendship," and wanted to come over. You should have seen right then, girl, because a man who was not interested in sleeping with you would have been like, you know, it's either for our best interest that we do not speak at all and we keep our distance, or that we go to you know our my son together and tell him what happened. Like, I don't need friends. The fact that he had the. The fact that his reaction to this was to try to fuck his own son's girlfriend again. It's just like, this nigga is garbage. Like, this is so gross. But you need to remove yourself from this relationship now. Now, girl. This is so fucked up. Of all people, his damn daddy. Mm. Sis, I don't know what she was thinking. And she said, I love y'all. Please don't hate me. <laughs> I don't hate nobody. I don't Satan. hate you. I don't even know you. I just, this was. That's trifling. That's It's trifling. That's what, it's trifling to the damn core, girl. Yeah. That's just trifling. Have an honest and authentic conversation with your brother. Yes, Bush. you need to leave this relationship and go reflect on your damn life and the decisions you've made. Because that is just a mess, girl. Our last question comes from Maddie, who says, I live with three guys and another girl. The girl and I are vegetarian and vegan, so we often cook a lot of food together. The other guys are super boyish, so they throw around Amanda meat with popcorn or rice to eat. (laughs) Nothing that I would ever want any of. You can tell this is college, because who the fuck eats popcorn as a side? First of all, it's a smooth five yard in the house. It's five five of y'all in one space, which means either college or New York. Yeah, maybe LA. So every time I cook, they always ask me things like, oh, oh, what's that? Or hang around the kitchen when they hear silverware clicking. And sometimes they straight up ask for my food. And sometimes I straight up say no. When I have a lot of food I share and I ask (laughs) if they want some. (laughs) This is so college. This is college. But I don't want to take the responsibility to cook for multiple grown ass men all the time. Am I wrong for not being willing to offer food when my other female roommate always shares? Or would y'all do the same as me? Thanks, Maddie. Adorable. So wait, huh? You always cooking, and these niggas want you to. to they want you to share. So she your food. she's wondering if she if she should feel bad for not always being willing to share the things that she's cooked with these other three grown ass men. And I think my my initial reaction to that is no. I know that 
but see, I get where I kind of understand where she's coming from because a lot of women are socialized to feel like they should always Provide do that food, sort of thing, yeah. right? Like you should all, or always be willing to share or be giving to men, especially. So I get why you feel that way, but girl, hell no, you don't owe nobody nothing but your damn self. Those are your groceries. You went in there and cooked your food, and you have a totally different diet from them anyway. They are literally right. throwing together <laughs> whatever random pack of ground beef <laughs> and popcorn. <laughs> it's just the fact that you have the balls to actually turn the skillet on. <laughs> and so they're like, mm, like something that like, was actually cooked. I want you, some of that. Is she, is it some spices? <laughs> I'm that? tired of living off of onions and fucking fruit roll-ups. Right. You got actual colors on your plate. Slim and they're gems. like, oh, what is that? Right. <laughs> your food ain't processed to hell. They're like, huh. That's, that's green. It's leafy. That's a, wow, that has a smell. What is mm. <laughs> Well, that's texture. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just juices flowing right on Yeah, out. so no, there's absolutely no reason for you to feel an obligation to help these people eat. They will not starve without you. They will be just yeah. fine. They're eating because it's there and they're Think of them like three fat cats. <laughs> like cats, you know, they hope that you give them the brand name stuff. <laughs> But if you don't, they're just going to go find something to eat. They're just not, they're not going to die. Oh, I had a cat and she would just sit there and ignore the food like all day. That make me feel bad like that I didn't get her the nice shit. Like, I ate. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm um, stuffed. Mm, so it's still not the, mm, okay then. <laughs> like, I'm actually I'll come back later. Right? Mm. Come back and look at me like, so you still have it. It's still this. All That's right. why I had, I couldn't keep a cat. And cats have an attitude. They problem. are so They're really fucking rude. rude. They're like roommates. You're like, wait a minute, bitch. Like, you're not putting in on none of these bills, yet you have a fucking attitude. I have said, I believe that cats remember being worshipped. They do. <laughs> and they don't understand they why it's not still happening. They're just like, I <laughs> am a god. <laughs> I'm so much better. I'm far superior to you. Fuck you. Why don't you see this? <laughs> Bring out the good shit. Like Cats are so stank. They really are. Each of them. It has to be instinctive for them to be like, oh, girl. Mm -hmm. And they have personalities more than, like, Link, Link's like, look, throw the ball, I catch it, and I take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) That is it. (laughs) That's what I do. We are cool. And we can do that on a loop forever. (laughs) You have an attitude, I'll wait till you're done. (laughs) When you're finished. I'll be back. Ball time. <laughs> she doesn't care. Right. A cat will have an attitude with you today, and then the next day you'll be like, so, how are you doing? Be friends. Mm, mm, I changed my mind. Right. <laughs> cats, cats or if you just, ever want to be, like, cuddly or affectionate, the cat will be like, I don't really... Actually... Feelings aren't my thing. No. <laughs> you'll be trying to cuddle a cat, and it will take its claws out on you. Like, I don't like to be touched. But then you're watching Housewives or something, and the cat gets up in front of the TV, and it's like, it's actually about me. <laughs> right. So, fuck Portia, Phaedra, Candy, and the rest <laughs> of these bitches, because I'm here. Or it just comes and sits on your face like yeah you wanted to cuddle so here i am here i am right now <laughs> so this is what you wanted okay well then don't ever come back over Cats to me and talk to you. they are man. the bad they're <laughs> so <laughs> fucking stank I not, and i hate them i am never getting a cat i could not Fuck keep that them. bitch in my house she had to go i like, I spend money on you like, Fuck is this? are you out of your mind bitch you do what i tell you to do <laughs> All right, so I don't remember the question, but send yours to ask3 to gmail.com and we'll be back. 
Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, we're back, and it is finally time for the read. Um, I'm not even sure if I have one. So okay, well, this one goes out to a guy uh, in the music industry who goes by the name Dead Mouse. Don't know if many of you are familiar with him by name, but you may know him as the DJ who wears that really ridiculous giant mouse head with the huge ears and the glowing eyes or whatever. He was up on that stage with title as one of the celebrity people who had a piece of it or whatever. That guy. Anyway, so he's an EDM producer from Canada. I want to say Niagara Falls. I don't know where that is. Toronto adjacent. Yeah. An hour outside. I don't know. Whatever. Um, So he was on Twitter the other day. I don't know where saying uh, here's another thing I'll never fully understand competitive voguing. Um, And someone says to him and we're all of I don't know what this I guess they were talking to him about um, the history of voguing and it being about acceptance. It's a great energy. They said everyone can live their fantasy. It's cool to see in real life. He then responds by saying, everyone except white people like me, that's about all I've learned from your amazing community via Twitter. I'm over it. First of all, I had never actually seen um, Dead Mouse, whose real name is Joel Zimmerman. It would be Zimmerman. Way to do it for your friends. (laughs) Oh, man. I had never seen him without the big mouse head on and... I did now, and I now know why he wears it. Damn. Is it that bad? It's moonshiny. Woof. Well, damn. Shit happens. It's a little messy. Well. Um, anyway, so, I mean, all I really have to say to Zimmerman is that voguing is not something that you need to understand. Nobody who really is a part of the ballroom scene for real or lives that culture and really comes from it, nobody really gives a fuck about you understanding it. And that is like a huge issue that we constantly have with white people. For Like you're completely going over the fact that 
voguing. This is why I tell all you straights to watch <laughs> Paris, Paris is Burning. Burning. It isn't just some old gay. It's like a really good documentary and you would learn a lot about gay culture in general and not just the ballroom scene. But if you watch that, you would know where it comes from. It's about... It was built as a place for gay, black, and Latino, trans people to go and feel accepted and feel like, you know, I am that model, I am that artist, I am that dancer, and so on and so forth. It was, again, it's a a place that marginalized people created for themselves in a community because they were tired of going all of these other places and being told by y'all that they can't mm-hmm. come in. And so now it's popular because black people make shit lit and y'all been knew that. <laughs> and now you want to be accepted right. in it or whatever. And they're coming in, look at you and looking at you like, first of all, sir, you and your EDM ain't nothing but watered down Vogue and house music anyway. And uh, so, uh-oh. Y'all know full well that EDM, all of that ultra music fest, all that bullshit is just house, which was created by gays. And all of that is just voguing and ballroom beats that they just made, you know, nice and frilly and white so they could take it over to Germany and wherever the fuck else and everybody could do it, whatever, and do Molly and pass out or whatever. And that's fine. Have your fun. But bitch, don't come over here and be acting like, oh, well, nobody accepts me here. Why would they? For for (laughs) what? Have you been to a ball before? Like. What 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 do you want there? Did you battle and lose? I don't understand. <laughs> what are you even fucking talking about? Right. You must have been trying to make some kind of a ballroom beat or something and you got chocked because that shit was trash. And of course it would be because you have no idea what ball is, what ballroom is, what voguing is, what any of this shit is, the importance of it. And the way that you responded to it when somebody con- kindly, calmly and respectfully tried to explain it to you was, well, that's all I've learned about your amazing community via Twitter. I'm over it. Like you're that pissed that they must have told you that you get no tens. I don't know. I, I don't know what ball you went to, but they let you have it. Clearly, I don't. I don't know where this is coming from. But you sound angry, and you can be angry. Nobody gives a fuck. You don't have to understand it. What you have to do is respect it. If you don't like it, oh well, shut the fuck up. It wasn't made for you anyway. I don't like. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's the same shit with these niggas who got fired from Revolt. Well. Why are you telling me that I don't understand your culture? Because you don't like. Right. You don't. You don't care to. Like you wanted a job. You wanted to be included, and so on and so forth. And it's not that you shouldn't shouldn't have a job mm-hmm. or be included. But if you don't even give a fuck about this, and this is what it's about, then why the fuck should I respect how you feel about anything? Get out and don't ever come back. And you can kiss my balls on the way out. Like, <laughs> no, nobody give a fuck about how this nigga feel about no fucking voguing. Don't ever come back. Stay out. Nobody's gonna miss you. Like nobody will you give a fuck. You were invited anyway. <laughs> but you know, some people just have to make everything about them. And if they don't feel one hundred percent included or accepted, then all of a sudden everybody's being mean. There's not a single house. There's not a single club kid, club queen. Not a single nobody in the ballroom, gay community, trans community. I guarantee you, nobody is losing sleep because dead mouse. <laughs> doesn't understand voguing and wants no part of it oh no oh my god how are we ever ever gonna live you guys voguing is dead (laughs) voguing is dead dead mouse decided dead mouse isn't into it you guys get the the fuck out of here (laughs) y'all have to just understand and respect the fact 
that some things ain't for you. They just aren't for you. And in fact, most of those things that aren't for you aren't for you because they were created specifically for the people who they are for because you have your own and you wouldn't let us have none. And when we let you in, you take what we do and water it down and then make millions off of it. You literally have made a career out of watered down house and uh, ballroom beats. You've taken enough. You know what I'm saying? Like you and people let you do it. You get up on stage with Jay-Z and say, here I am. I stand next to Madonna and I music. Oh, (laughs) that's where I saw him. The title picture. Yeah, he the one with the big stupid thing on his head. That's it. I was trying to think of where I had seen that before. Not Daft Punk. But right, right. One. Yeah, that's how I because Daft Punk is two of them and they wear weird masks and stuff. Like not animals. Yeah, he wears a big old mouse okay, creepy well, I mean, drug addict. Sure. Head. Why not? You're white, so that's whimsical. People will let you do that. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like you know, have your little hustle or whatever, but don't come it's literally like if Macklemore went to oh God. the motherfucking BT hip hop awards and he was like, Man, I went up there and I did my cipher and they said it was trash. Fuck hip hop. Like <laughs> Bitch, we ain't gonna like you. You And if it's trash, it's trash. You get to our shit. You are enamored with our culture that we You have to audition for us. We don't have to let you in. We don't have to like you, respect (laughs) you. What? It's plenty of black people who are a part of this. Do you know how many motherfuckers gay people vogue (laughs) and get chopped every weekend? Come on. Who don't get accepted? Who would, like... And you thought that you were going to just special. walk your Breaking Bad looking ass <laughs> up into this motherfucker. Anybody's goddamn ballroom and they were just going to be, yes, you are celebrity and white male and we accept you. No, you have to be everything. That's not to say because you could, you could go in there with all of your straight white male self and if you do your history, you know what the fuck is going on and you approach it with respect and authenticity... It don't matter what you look like. It's white girls in fucking Prague that Vogue and come over here and be fucking up the ballroom <laughs> and Queens being there like, yes, fish, yes, white fish. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I haven't even been to a ball in years. But still. But I just, you know, I know what I'm talking about. So it's not that you're white and, and so you're just not accepted because you're white. You're not accepted because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and you don't care. And so... Period. Take your ass back over to Bonnaroo or wherever the fuck it is that they'll book you. When you do your white shit and leave people fuck alone, and nobody got I, nobody over here has to like you, respect you, mm-hmm. support you, want to buy your hat or your merch or listen to your beats or vote to your beat or whatever. No, they've been doing it long before you got here, long before you got here, not before your career. Before you got here, before you this has been born. before you were alive. <laughs> like <laughs> this is really old, bro. It's and so, way older than you. Super old. I mean, now let me hold on. Let me just make sure because truthfully, he. I mean, be, no, like, he was probably 80. born in the eighties. No, right? I'm sure 90s. he's like. I mean, he looks eighty five, but he could probably okay. be sixteen. Well, you know, sometimes you really can't tell with them. Um, I just put Zimmerman. Oh God! The wrong one came oh, up. God. I should have known that. Ugh. It's not a face on the see. He's thirty six. Thirty six. So okay. yes. Yeah. Um, so older than you older yes. than you <laughs> and like bitch nobody has to be like I just don't know the the audacity mm-hmm. and the nerve of white men like you is just so disgusting and I don't know how you get off just going into somebody's place and being like I'm gonna come in here and do what I wanna do and everybody must like it right. because fuck blank you. fuck off nobody gives a fuck about right. you and if you ain't wearing that hat 
<laughs> that helmet. Well, don't even and know he who probably the fuck walks in with an air of superiority too. Like I'm sure he does. I'm Danger Mouse or whoever. I'm here. <laughs> Danger Mouse. Well, I don't know what you called him. I mean, I don't know what his name is. It doesn't fucking matter. He's ridiculous and unimportant. And if you want to be a part of a, a subculture or anything like that, that is that's been created by people who are oppressed and if, especially if that's why it was made like most of the stuff is it should just be common sense for you to be respectful but most of y'all can't do that and mm. it is it is what it is but we'll always be here to read you get your ass together oh by the way we made that one up too that word mm. the gag too <laughs> probably everything you do to be honest probably like most of the things you say <laughs> definitely the source of all your income you're welcome because do you know how many white gays go to like them Lord. electro music festivals? Oh, absolutely, and stuff and, like, absolutely. And so they take all of that stuff. Oh, those EDM producers make so much fucking money. It is unreal, and they literally are just DJing for white guys. Go to them shit white gays all the time. But let me be clear in saying that white gays had nothing to do with the foundation of ballroom culture. Oh no! Everyone should know that. That's so crystal just, clear. You know, because there's, I think that there's a lot of confusion when it comes to that because white gays obviously are super submerged in ballroom right now, which is not a problem. Who cares? Again, ballroom is about accepting people. That's the whole reason that it was um, created. But white gays have a bit of a different approach to it because you get like I feel like white gays probably have a better understanding of the history of it than straight white people or anybody mm-hmm. else for that matter or whatever but they take the little you know cat 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 whatever over <laughs> to whatever festival that dead mouse is doing and they do that dead shit mouse. in the pit all the little white people are looking at them like what is this fashionable time oh my goodness oh i saw madonna do that once and then worship all, madonna there you go the so next thing it. you know all of these djs want to be a part of that stuff too and they don't give a fuck about learning anything about it then right. you get shot you get gagged <laughs> When Learn you your motherfucking history. Pay your dues. That's it. And that's your stripes. Amen. Amen. So fuck him. Speaking of white people being super annoying, I have just a couple of quick things this week. First, a newspaper in Mexico reported on a bunch of American students who were on a tourist ship off the coast of Cancun who were chanting, build that wall. Wow. This, of course being people who are currently in Mexico and from America. So it was seen that chanting build that wall would be, you know, maybe counterproductive to your specific needs. But anyway, I saw two main criticisms of this. First of all, one of which was super stupid because, you know, niggas on the Internet never bother to read. People were like, so I tweeted about this and I was like, wow, you know, white people edit again. You know, you know how they do. And so people are like, oh, there's, I see at least five black people in this picture. Hello, girl. That's a stock image of people in Cancun. Yeah. That is not a photo of the actual people on the boat. Wow. That's not a boat. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's a beach. So this is clearly not a photo of the people who were doing the chanting. So if y'all would just read, you know. Wow. It would save me the embarrassment of having to read that and be like, oh, wow. So you just didn't even, mm, so you didn't even, not even a cursory click. You just. I have something for that when you're You just came right on up. so sidebar. You just decided to. Go ahead. Because I I feel like at a certain point, you have to like pause, you know, like, like. Like, okay, let me just even just grab like a couple of bullet points about what's going on. Right. Okay, now I'm like, people just be like, I have an opinion on this because I read the six words in the headline. 
And then you sound stupid. And then you sound dumb. And then to just assume that the image is automatic. Like, why would you think? I just don't know why in 2017 y'all still aren't better at, you know, that sort of thing. But Dumb anyway. doesn't die. So anyway, it, the, so the editorial about this goes on and it's like, you know, not only did people like get annoyed and ask them to stop, they like actually got louder and kept going. And this is not even the first time that this has happened. This is like multiple incidents, I guess, since Trump has been elected or inaugurated Shocker. where white people are coming over to Mexico and acting an ass. And I just, Mexico really, I wouldn't even be mad if y'all was like, look, if you have an American passport, it's just a wrap. I'm sorry. Y'all can't. Like, and I understand y'all probably really depend on the tourism dollars and that's the sole reason y'all allow us to come into your country and be so fucking disrespectful but like if y'all wanted to even if y'all wanted to be like hey if you're white you can't come over here let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you where I would go for my next six vacations girl <laughs> if y'all told me no white people are allowed to come into Mexico bitch <laughs> <laughs> you're getting all I'm, my tourism dollars i'm googling your top tourist cities and i'm going like y'all gonna catch me in mexico every two months whatever on your top 10 is i'm just gonna stop at each one i'm gonna be i'm gonna be using all y'all's filters let me tell you i just would not be mad if y'all decided to punish and if you decide you know no more avocados for y'all i understand because we don't deserve i mean they put apples and guac now up here anyway uh, the fact so that, they don't deserve it <laughs> right and they bastardize your food my god every day it's like they they find and they think of new ways. So I just, I just want y'all to understand that like this this country we we are really some fucking shitheads. Like this country is run by some real shitheads, and they are empowering equally terrible racist people to go out and be awful, not just to people within our country, but beyond its borders. And typically I don't feel embarrassed on behalf of America because fuck America, but this is just so, this is just so fucking disgusting. Like, I don't understand what's wrong with y'all. I don't understand why y'all have to leave this country and embarrass us like this. Talking about build a wall while you are over there, by the way. You're there. You're there. If there was a wall, just, girl, why would you say that? You are in someone else's country right now. If they build the wall right now, do you know that you're on this (laughs) side? So, I mean, and they're talking about, you know, these tourists have been, like, offensive and rude like I guess more so have. than ha- they have been normally but just coming you know up, they drunk too but you want so you want to have your cake and eat it too like you want to hate Mexico but you want to go over there and spend all your money drinking their tequila and making bad decisions and partying and jumping out of fucking parasailing and whatever like, that kind just, of bullshit white people no, have to do better you don't get to do whatever you want right white you people, just don't you just <laughs> the world doesn't belong to you and I know you think it does because your ancestors basically did whatever they could raped and murdered and tortured and exterminated giant numbers of people in order to take over pretty much the whole globe. But fuck y'all. You don't get to just go wherever you want to and just piss your whiteness all over everything. Like, just... Please, Mexico, just put put white people on punishment. You don't even understand the joy it would bring me. Like, just please. I understand you would lose some money, but I would do my personal best to reimburse you. I can't, I can't do a lot, but I I'll would wear your flag on stuff if you let me, if it's cool with you. Like, I'm fully in support. <sighs> I thought you were going to suggest, like, a hostel, like, a, or the island, or one of those... 
One of those weird thrillers where tourists come and then you never hear from them. Oh, again. yeah. Like, okay uh, with that too. what was that movie? And then there were none. That book by Agatha Christie, which you should really read if you haven't already. But it's like basically these horrible people get invited out to an island for oh, I do like know a getaway this type thing. And one by one, they all end up dead. <laughs> you could do that with white America. Isn't you could that like, book based on a racist book? Uh, well, the original title was Ten Little Indians, but they changed the name because, okay. you yeah. know, because language has to adapt and change. People have to. There was another name to that, too. Oh, was it really? Yes. And the only reason I know this, I mean, I'd heard of the book ages ago, but then I never heard of like the other names until actually the worst director, M. Night Shyamalan, made a movie oh, that no. was kind of, it was like a horror movie based on a similar plot. I've been feeling guilty for liking The Sixth Sense because everybody tells me how hard No, that was one of his few good movies. Oh, because everybody's always like, oh, he's the worst director of all time. And I'm like, The Sixth Sense had me, man. No. I didn't get it, man. The Sixth Sense, <laughs> some, a couple of people liked Signs. And then most people agree that Unbreakable was really good. Although, I thought it was all right. Okay. Well, I can't even say that I saw all those, so. You're all right. You're not missing anything. And in other white people are dumb news, your president, who. Trump Jellica Pickle. (laughs) The giant baby man. Somebody tweeted us and said, since Trump can't be Cheetos because Cheetos are delicious or Doritos, then he can be Circus Peanut. And I say yes, because who the fuck has ever enjoyed those candies? No one. I can't believe they're still made. Literally no one likes them. That is so true. I can't. Why do they still? No one likes those candies. Like there's somebody who likes black licorice, which I don't understand. But no one likes Circus Peanuts. It just I cannot believe they're still in production. So. That is the food I will associate with his ass. I cannot believe he is still president. I mean, and he's fucking up in lots of ways. I don't even want to get into it. It's actually like, granted, we don't like die tomorrow or whatever. Hoping that this health care act of his does not pass. Like really hoping some Republicans can have like a a soul about this because this health care plan is not a health care plan. It is a tax cut for the very wealthy, for the absolute wealthiest. And they were making y'all pay for it. The poorest among us, the people who actually need the help in the first place. This is Trump's idea. See, see that type of shit I don't really want to talk about because then I'm going to be like genuinely angry and I kind of want to keep things light. So on the lighter side of dumb shit that Trump has done this week, you know, he was on one of his pep rallies where he goes around the country to build up his self-esteem because, you know, his feelings get hurt because nobody likes him. Right. So he had one of his little self-esteem boosters in Kentucky and he decided to bring up Colin Kaepernick. Oh, God. Uh, now, if you don't know, Colin Kaepernick is currently not signed to any NFL team. And the general feeling about this is that he will not be signed because none of the owners want to deal with a nigger who actually dared to protest and stand up for what he thought was right. You know. So anyway, that's the general idea. Donald Trump is taking all the credit for this. And said to these people, <laughs> you know, he said, our inner cities. So he started off with a lie, which is his, his favorite usual thing, and said, our inner cities will find a rebirth of hope, safety and opportunity. And then he brought up the fact that Colin is a free agent and said, you're a San Francisco quarterback. I'm sure nobody ever heard of him. It was reported that, you know, ha, 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 ha. of course, white people thought that was funny. It was reported that NFL owners don't want to pick him up because they don't want to get a nasty tweet from Donald Trump. Do you believe that? I just saw that. I just saw that. So, 
I think that out of all of the people who can't stand Colin Kaepernick, you probably the one they don't give a fuck about. <laughs> like out of all the people that they really don't want to have to all. deal with, I just I feel like you are the one they really don't give a fuck if you mad or not. Right. So, you know, while all this is going on, Colin Kaepernick is like sending food to Somalia, donating <laughs> $50,000 to Meals on Wheels, continuing to just be, you know, like a good person and helping other people. Sarah Palin's hating ass posted on her Facebook this she article. Did. Can you believe it? <laughs> now, Sarah Palin, if you remember, is the person Donald Trump asked to not come to the Republican National Convention because she was the one person people might hate more than him. So her dumb ass got on Facebook and, you know, tweet or t- tweeted, posted this article about, you know, uh, Colin Kaepernick is pulling a political stunt and all this. And she commented and he wonders why he can't find a job. So, between these two people, I just don't... So, there's there's a lot of things I don't understand here. But, like, for you to call somebody actually giving to others and being generous and thinking of his fellow (laughs) mankind as pulling a political stunt is just like, I wish that's what political stunts looked like. I want some more of them. I really wish. And that's not... That just... And it's not like he just now started being a decent person. Like, he's been doing this. This has been, like, his trademark over the past season. He has been standing up for himself or kneeling when he felt it was necessary, protesting against the brutality that black Americans face in this shitty-ass country, and also raising awareness for other, like, things going on around the country. Colin Kaepernick is just an all-around. Like, he's just doing good things. I don't know whether he is, like, a good person. I just don't know him. But his out put is far better than yours girl i'm saying i'm judging him by his actions and he's he's, he's literally kind of just outdoing like you on this one kneeling down and shutting up i'm just like saying this looks like what back. jesus commanded the rich to do that's what it looks like to me i'm pretty sure jesus told the rich to go out and give their money to the poor and that's basically the exact opposite of what you and donald trump and the rest of the republican party are oh, trying to do to you're jesus. actually trying to give rich people the very richest people who make more than like 200 300 a year which is almost nobody <laughs> like so few of the population relatively speaking and you want to give those people a tax cut because they've paid enough <laughs> over the years into the rest of us pores bitch so anyway it's the it's the exact opposite of what your party and how y'all claim to be so religious and god first and all this you're doing the exact opposite of what jesus would have commanded you to do which is what colin kaepernick is doing by the way i just want to make sure that you see that connection but also it astounds me that colin kaepernick is like he's really the issue is really that he's a black man who chose to protest like there are black men and we've talked about the problems with the NFL before. There are known rapists and wife abusers, baby mama killers in the NFL. Like we know who you are. Not, known rapists, like, black and who- white. Like it's known and they get re-signed to <laughs> bigger contracts because as long as you can catch that ball, we don't really give a damn what you do to the women and children in your life. So the fact that this black man had the nerve to protest and that's what has put him fuck Donald Trump. I think if 
I don't think so. Donald Trump Smallest giving himself factor. the credit for this is like, I'm pretty sure a tweet from Donald Trump is not affecting these other billionaires, people who actually are billionaires and probably worth way more than Donald Trump is. Like, bitch, your tweet, fuck your tweet. They don't want that nigga on the team because he had the nerve to stand up for himself. And it just goes back to how white people, one of their main criticisms of Black Lives Matter and us being in the streets and physically protesting is, well, why don't you just peacefully protest? Why don't you just do it quietly and don't interrupt anyone's day and don't interrupt our traffic and blah, blah, blah. Because even when we do do it peacefully, even when you do something as simple as kneeling during a song, you still end up facing repercussions because you dare to speak up, because you dare to say, the fact that we're no longer enslaved is not enough. White people really want us to be grateful that we're not slaves anymore. And that's kind of like the end of yeah, it. Yeah, they're the like, <laughs> what are y'all even mad at? You get to go to school with us and everything. <laughs> there aren't separate water fountains or anything. <laughs> <laughs> we have all the same textbooks now. What is your problem? Jeez. There's so many problems. Fuck Malik. If I got started on the differences in like... The, the net worth or the income between black families and white families, even white families, white people with high school diplomas have a typically have a higher net worth than black people with college degrees. And you don't see nothing wrong with that. And that's just I mean, that's just scratching the surface yeah. of all the inequalities that black people face in this country. In addition to literally being afraid to go outside because you never know if some racist cracker is going to drive up here and stab you or if the police are going to decide to shoot your ass. Like, it's just a constant daily stress. But you want us to cry because you went to work at Revolt and you weren't black enough and you didn't fit in so long. You don't have a job. We're so, so, so bad for you. Black people can't win with y'all. We can't win. We can't win if we go out into the streets. We can't win if we riot we can't win if we set fires we can't win if we shoot back we can't win if we lay down we can't win if we kneel like there's no fucking winning with y'all and that's why i say give up on trying to impress these fucking white people you do not have to earn their approval fuck them be you be exactly who the fuck you are and don't worry about what nobody else thinks about it because there is no winning with these motherfuckers anyway protest however the fuck you want to because if they want to be hateful about it, they're going to do it. There's no right way to protest. And this proves that to me. So shut the fuck up. Next time there's a march in the middle of wherever and oh man, traffic was slowed down and it took me three and a half hours to get home. I don't want to hear no shit about why don't y'all peacefully protest or whatever the fuck else because we still face repercussions when we do it. It's not about the way that you protest. It's just about don't make me uncomfortable. So as long as you are making white people uncomfortable, they're going to complain gonna, about yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. It doesn't matter how you do it. Well, guess what? Racism is uncomfortable. And it's going to continue to be uncomfortable until it doesn't fucking so exist anymore. So, but what's worse, because coupled with that, is just the fact that Republicans, racist conservatives are so... Stubborn. It's com- It's almost like their main slogan should be like, never let them see you sweat. Because you could just be dead ass wrong. Like, the director of the FBI came out and was like, we don't know what the fuck this nigga is talking about in terms of wiretapping. We ain't got no information. Department of Justice told us to tell y'all that they ain't got no motherfucking information. It didn't happen. That nigga's crazy. But we are <laughs> trying to figure out about this Russian shit because mm, could be something there. Like, came Trump right out and said lied it. lied on Twitter and they were like, well, since we have you, let's ask you about this tweet. Like, right. 
Unre- anyway. And I'm he sorry. was sitting there like, well, I actually don't follow Twitter while I'm right here, like, <laughs> doing my actual job. But no, like, that is also bullshit. And Donald Trump will still sit there probably taking it to his grave, knowing full well that everybody already knows. And knew when he said it that it was bullshit. But that's not the point. The point is, I can do what I want to do. And it doesn't matter if I'm lying. It doesn't matter if you know that I'm lying. It doesn't matter if I'm wrong Gosh. and you know I'm wrong. What matters is... I can get away with it, and you cannot. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that things stay that way. So if I gotta act like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking, if I gotta act like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, I'm dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's pretty much it. So, and that's really how things are, which is why there is no point in trying to perform anybody's respectability. It does not matter because they're never going to give you their privilege. They don't want to give up their privilege, girl. And while you mention that, I'm just going to go ahead and say another hearty fuck you to Steve Harvey, who had the nerve to come out and say... Oh, fat bitch. Something about, oh, well, you know, we do have to respect the president, and, you know, the office is still the president. I don't think so. And I tried to give you a little room and say, well, you know, I believe Steve Harvey to be dumb. And so Steve (laughs) Harvey probably really went to go and try and make things better and didn't even realize or think, hey, they're just using me to be a nigga in a picture with Trump or whatever. But this just cements the fact that you are playing that, you know, respectability political game. And you've got loads of white aunties in your your audience. And you're not trying to make anybody uncomfortable. And that's your business. But don't tell me what the fuck I gotta do or how I gotta talk or speak or how I need to behave towards anybody's motherfucking president because you know full well the lack of respect that our last president received for his entire time in office. This bitch gone on 10 trips to go play golf. Every weekend this nigga's gone. Every weekend this nigga at West Palm Beach playing golf. And And they said on how Obama Obama played too much golf. And they said it's different when President Trump does it. No, you know what they said? They said, it wasn't 10 times. They said, it's been, I don't know how the number of times he's played golf, but it's ridiculous. They said that we would have had to spend around, or close to $10 million on all the trips he's taken in eight weeks. Whereas Obama on vacation and stuff, it was $12 million a year. Right. And we have already spent $10 million. We, us. Us. Me and you, our money. Not to mention, as New York City taxpayers, we are also paying for girl Melania to be up to there. To be in that penthouse. Watching motherfucking Desperate Housewives or whatever. Right. While the Secret Service pays rent to Trump Tower to be there. So he makes money off of us while we spend it on him. And nobody has a problem with this. Plus, we have to pay for the investigations that have to open up every time he opens his mouth up and says, well, Michelle Obama stuck a camera in my shaving cream and I know that she did it, that bitch. And so fuck her. You look into that. Oh, you got Kellyanne on TV talking about maybe he wiretapped the microwave. The microwaves, sis. Microwaves with cameras. That's the best you could do. You really trotted your thought out to say that dumb shit. Y'all are nuts. (laughs) And spending all this fucking money. Look at how much money they are wasting. It's not free. But they don't cut funding to PBS and NPR and Planned Parenthood and Meals on Wheels. Wheels. And like after school programs. (laughs) And that brings up such little money relatively. Such a small amount of money, relatively. Not because to mention what they're going to be doing my, to federal student aid. Y'all not, going, y'all not getting money for school. You have to also remember that the country itself has no money. <laughs> like Woo. we have 
Things are nothing. so bad. So you sit up here and think that this is a game. This bitch getting on fucking Twitter every day and tweeting and ha ha ha. They don't want a nasty <laughs> tweet from me. All they need and want is for you to get out. Just get out. You have got to go. Just leave. This Trump care, this cannot pass, man. My God, this will be so fucking bad. It's just like Republicans, I get it. Like, let's let's call a truce. You know, like, let's just, even just momentarily, you know, like on special episodes when like, the villain and the and the hero would get together for the for a like, enough damage evil. has been done. Yeah, let's like, just call a ceasefire. Sonic and Doctor Robotnik <laughs> would be like, "Oh, there's an alien." Well, fuck you and fuck you too. But we got to get this bitch about here <laughs> right. before we all did. Because <laughs> what's the point of me hating you right. if we both gonna die? We have got to get Donald Trump the fuck out of here, man. Somebody like honestly, Republicans with sense. You can say fuck me, and I can. I will definitely say fuck you right back. <laughs> and, and I mean it. And uh, look, and I'm sure you do too. That's fine. <laughs> like, fine. We can both mean Equal it. Equal We can mean it together. Level ground. That's fine. But one thing we have to do together, oh my God. is defeat a common evil or a de- whatever. However, you would say that. Yes. Okay. He is our shared enemy. The big boss. He's got to go. <laughs> we got to get this bitch out of here. And you find, once he's gone, you find your next crazy, evil, racist, bigot bitch to be in line. But hopefully it'll be somebody with, like, sense and a, an, an idea of how policy works and, like, um, um, ideas. Man. And, you know, a brain. So let's just do what we got to do. They are going to bankrupt America and walk away so much richer. These are already the wealthiest people. Did you hear that he... I don't know if this is true. Let me look look this up and make sure that this wasn't on the they fucking They want to privatize everything. They're going to privatize everything so that they can make more money giving contracts to themselves, to their children. Did you hear about his damn son-in-law and how he just had to have the address 666 Fifth Avenue? And, of course, they ended up losing so much money on it. And then all of a sudden they get this secret massive payment from China. <gasps> So Wait, this is on Trump Washington Post. Trump signs NASA bill aimed at sending people to Mars. Okay, no, that can't be right. It's on the Washington Post. What? No, like like colonize Mars? The or? Hill. Who else posted? Okay, uh, if it's on okay, but popular mechanics. But to do what CNBC, on Mars? <laughs> to send people to Mars. I read like I read a bit of it earlier today, but basically it it doesn't seem like they're trying to colonize people on Mars yet, but it would be like the beginning of that. Okay. Basically. So they're trying to get people uh, hmm. I don't this Chartering be, commercial flights. Commercial flights. <laughs> I wonder who is going to be making the money off of that. I'm this guessing is Trump, Trump is in there somewhere. <laughs> Trump is not personally interested in a trip to space, though he's willing to send to Congress. Yes, the fuck that bitch is. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if Trump is from Mars and has fooled us this whole ass time. And what he's actually doing this is, is so squatting gross. the fuck up and just trying to make a way <laughs> for the rest of his evil nigga homeboys to come over here no. and fuck the rest of us up. Like, I'm just saying, keep all your eyes open. Yeah, your stay woke. First, second, and third. Because you never know. You this have. You never know. And the and the he's unpredictable. It's fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> Again, you can't trust weekly. This bitch. There's nothing else. So. 
<sighs> I'm done. Fuck Donald Trump. Well, that's it for this week's episode of The Read. Um, yes, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at This Is The Read. And our website, thisistheread.com. Um, shout out to Atlanta. If you're listening to this, I will see you tomorrow. Um, if you bought a ticket for the show, if you did not buy a ticket, it's too late. Sold out. Thanks for that. Uh, Dallas, we'll see you on Saturday. And L.A., April 1st, which is the Saturday following. So there you go. Tickets on KidFuryLive.com. Go and grab some and see if there's a date close to wherever it is that you're at. Um, Yay. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't think I have any news or anything this week. Just want to say once again, fuck Tommy Lauren. Because fuck her. That's all. I mean, if anything, um, Tommy, you can relish the fact that uh, this is the happiest I've ever been hearing news <laughs> related to yeah, you. Yeah, this is definitely the most joy I've ever gotten out of hearing your name. I don't think that you're a champion for any kind of advancement in any social area at mm-hmm. all. I don't think that you did some great, amazing thing just because you said something sensible. Not one time. One time. Literally one time. Um, I mean, and take solace in the fact that you're a mediocre white woman, so you can always bounce back. Someone I mean, will always be willing to give you another chance. Worst case scenario, if you never work again... Somebody will let you, you know. Somebody rich will marry you and you never have to worry about it anyway. So, yay. It's going to work out for you anyway because you're a white woman. Because you are a white woman. (laughs) Congrats. Um, Acronym this week is C-H-A-S-S. Cool. Carrie. Hmm. I do not know. Crystal has a special someone. What? I'll see you guys next week. Wait. You said it first, not me. All right, bye guys. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.